All right, rivalry week. Uh, we're here. Uh, very excited just about the opportunity. Um, we've got a lot going on this weekend. It's, we've got 16 seniors that we're going to be recognizing uh, before the game and hopefully throughout the game um, with their performance. It's fan appreciation uh, day at, at uh, Raymond James Stadium. We're giving away uh, we're giving away a lot of merchandise. I mean, there's televisions and Nintendo Switches and all kinds of things when you in the door. There's all kinds of things, so I want to give a shout out to our fans. Tell them, number one, appreciate you. Uh, looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Be loud, be proud. We'll give you something uh, to cheer for uh, on the field. A lot, lot to play for. Um, obviously, this will be the last time for a while that we have the war on I-4. And it's a, it's a tremendous rivalry just because of the geography, right? And uh, the location of both great universities. and. Our kids, the majority of both rosters um, are comprised of, of Florida kids. And a lot of these kids played with each other, played against each other, and have known, known each other growing up the majority of their life. Uh, so that, 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 that just makes this rivalry just, just special. This will be the 14th meeting, um, and it'll be the last for a while. So the kids on our roster uh, will not, the kids on both rosters will not have a shot at each other in this rivalry or in the regular season, again, um, based on current uh, future schedules. And I don't believe that'll change with them leaving the conference. So we have a chance to win the Warren I-4 trophy. And we also have a chance to keep them from having an opportunity to win another trophy. Um, based on last week's events, um, they need to win this game to get into the conference championship game. So we're, we're kind of playing for two trophies, one for us to, to keep here in Tampa and then one for us to keep them having the opportunity to play for. And uh, our kids are excited about that opportunity. With that being said, it's about us. Um, they have a good ball club. They've done a very good job. That's why they have the opportunity to play to get into the conference championship game. Uh, but our focus needs to be on us and handling our business and performing well on our end. And I believe if we focus on us and um, minimize the, the self-inflicted errors or self-inflicted wounds, uh, we'll put ourselves in a position to be able to win this ball game and, and get ourselves a trophy. At that note, let's open it up for some questions. Coach, how about some of the Thanksgiving weekend rivalries you partook of? Of course, at UOM, you had Louisiana mm -hmm. and uh, others that you may have had that you could share. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think uh, College Game Day kind of took one that I, I was a part of this last weekend, the uh, Cat Grizz game that's played up in, uh, in Montana, Montana, Montana State. I think when I was up there, it was 100 and, I don't know, 116th, 117th meeting. Now they're up in the 120s of how many times that game has been played. Um, and that's uh, it's a neat rivalry. That's why College Game Day ended up there this last weekend. Um, but that, that, that's, what, that's what the end of the season's about. It's about these rivalries. And at the end of the day, we're not, we're not where we want to be. Um, as a program right now, and that's why we're going through change. Um, but I, I promise you this, it all comes off when, this, when we get into these games. And um, throw the records out the window, and let's, uh, let's get two teams that uh, know each other very well, and a lot of kids that know each other, two programs that are geographically located very close, and let's go out there and let's play some football. And our kids are excited about that. And that's what rivalries are for. And typically they're in-state, they're located close, there's a lot of um, fan engagement, they know each other. You got people coming from Orlando to come over here that are, that are Bulls fans, and you got people in town that might be the other team's fans. Um, but you end up getting a good crowd, and uh, it ends up being an exciting day. How much are you guys in, in the building talking about the fact that this is the last one for a while? Is that something you're, you're yeah, talking no. about? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, I addressed that with the team this morning. Um, and then on, uh, 
Sunday in our team meeting, I addressed, you know, the situation um, that we're in too. I mean, this is the last time. I mean, our room's going to look a lot different come this Sunday. And that's just the reality of it. Or come this Monday when we have another team meeting. And uh, that's the reality of the situation. And our group is trying to enjoy um, our time together because it will look different. And there's going to be 16 seniors that are, that are not going to be playing anymore. That's one piece of it. That's the normal piece of it. Then, obviously, there's going to be some change on the perimeter of the room. And with that, that'll probably create some train change on the inside of the room. So we've, we've been very open about that. And uh, that focuses on us. It's in enjoying today's practice, which we did. We had great energy. Started outside, had some great energy, did some things inside, and created some fun for the players. And I think they're enjoying um, their time together. And I think that's the most important thing. And it's one thing we stress. And shoot, I try and stress it to everybody in the room. Enjoy the moment. Live in the moment. And I believe our players are doing that right now, regardless of um, the previous circumstance, right? Learn from the past. Well, let's live right now. And we have a great opportunity in front of us. And it's not about Saturday yet. It's about today. So we had a good practice today. We'll get prepared as a staff. We'll watch the film. We'll do everything we can today. Our players will do the same. We'll get back up tomorrow and get ready to go and win the day. Just, just win today. Every individual doing their job. Good things will happen for us. So you're acknowledging almost that with, with that, you just said, you know, you've got your 16 seniors that are, that mm -hmm. are going to walk. Yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily say um, that part of it. I I'm referring to any college roster at the end of the season sees attrition. And um, has the transfer portal played a piece in that? Yes. But prior to the transfer portal, any college roster is going to see attrition. And that's from um, kids deciding they want to do something else, kids deciding kids not handling their business, maybe then they have to be moved on from there. But there's always going to be attrition on a roster. And when there's change, typically you see a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, as far as all that's concerned, no, that's not what I was referring to. I was just referring to attrition on a roster in general. Coach Byron wanted <laughs> one outing on Friday night, uh, not only with his arm, but with his legs, too. And of course, you had a front row seat. Uh, I mean, it was really, really something else to see how he performed that night. Great to see. Um, and I, I, I believe maybe it was Will asked me after the game, um, was I surprised? And, and, and not in a negative way at all, but no. Um, since the day he got here, he is prepared for that opportunity. And he's prepared properly. And he's carried himself well. And you guys will get a chance to speak with him here in a little bit. He, he shows up on a daily basis and kind of goes along with what I'm saying. He shows up and he does his job. And in that role, you have to have that about you to be able to carry the team. And it wasn't, in my eyes, it wasn't a, a true freshman stepping in in this big moment in this huge game. He's been preparing for that moment his whole life. And that's why I think you saw the, the product that he put on the field. And obviously, the things around him really helped with that. We were able to run the ball. He got the ball out to some playmakers' hands. And they were able to make some plays. And then that frees up him being able to run the ball a little bit. But he is athletic, and, and that helps. But um, he did an excellent job. And uh, I hope he, uh, he makes another big jump from game one to game two. And that would, uh, that would help us out a lot this weekend. Obviously, you know, national spotlight being on that game on, on Friday. Uh, Travis Trickett got a lot of praise from some of the national media of what he was able to do with, you know, a, a four-string quarterback at that point, a true freshman. We've been out, a couple other guys being out. Just, you know, what can you say about what, uh, what he's been able to do scheming around some of these injuries, especially over the last two weeks? Yeah, I think uh, two pieces of that. One, uh, I mean, he's an excellent ball coach, and our offensive staff is an excellent staff. And it's unfortunate that we haven't got the results we wanted in, in the win column. But at the end of the day, those guys, are, they, 
doing their job, show up, prepare, watch the film, study, and have put our kids in situations to be able to make plays, and they've made them. And, and you saw that. And even with, um, even with some different guys on the roster being there, they stepped up. And that, that's uh, obviously a compliment to the staff, right, finding a way, and Coach Trickett calling the plays, getting them in those positions. But it's a compliment to the players that you got to be prepared. Your opportunity's coming. And when your opportunity comes, step up. You saw the, the tight end room. All of a sudden, step up. And guys are, guys, where did this guy come from? Where's I mean, we've got tight ends catching touchdowns that hadn't caught passes or only caught two. Um, Sean Atkins shows up and ends up having a 100-yard game. Um, hadn't had one of those in his career, I don't believe, and um, nine receptions and, and did a great job. But the guys stepping up when their opportunity presents itself, and it takes the preparation on a daily basis to be able to do that. But, yes, I've, absolutely, the office and the staff and Coach Trickett play calling did an excellent job getting those guys in positions to be successful. What jumps out to you when you just watch UCF on film? Uh, they're a good ball club. I mean, there's a reason they're ranked in the top 25 for multiple weeks. Um, they're, they're, they're long, they're athletic. Um, they, they're, I mean, obviously on offense, they're tempo. They've done a lot of different things on offense, and uh, they play with great tempo. They, they execute, and um, I don't think they, they don't press. They, they stay the course. And they keep working to try and find um, what they, they they know what they do well, and they keep doing it, and they keep doing it until they get they try and get someone else to make a mistake. And when it does, it usually works out for them in their favor. Um, and then defensively, they're 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 physical, they're aggressive. They got some um, big defense linemen up front that have played well. They got some speed in the secondary. They play well at the linebacker position. Um, they're they're darn, darn good ball club. Um, they're well coached. Their staff does an excellent job. Um, a lot of uh, seasoned uh, coaches that put their kids in positions to be successful, and uh, looking forward to that to that battle this week. Obviously, you know they, they've kind of been uh, you know switching quarterbacks between uh, between Plumlee and, and Keen. You guys saw Keen last year. Um, Plumlee obviously has been really good as a as a runner this year. Um, you know, is the preparation for for two quarterbacks? I know Gus said earlier in the week that that, that Plumlee will get the start, but you know, are you kind of making sure that you have something ready for Keen as well? They need to be ready for both of them to be in the game and and have a, have a plan for both of them. And whichever one whichever one trots out there to start, we'll be ready for him. And then whatever they do throughout the course of the game, um, that piece is out of our control. So we'll have a plan for both. And uh, however that goes throughout the course of the game, we'll be ready to adjust. What have you seen just from, from Plumlee alone and, and, you know, obviously the, the run defense being what it is this week, you know, what do you have to, you know, what do you have to do to, against a guy that's been just dynamite as a, as a runner? Yeah, and I'll be honest, both of them have been very successful this year um, on the football field, period. They've done an excellent job on offense. They've been able to move the ball. Um, but, yeah, you, I mean, you better be prepared for, for his ability to run the ball, and he's very good at it. So. Um, you have to account for them, um, which means there um, could be some situations on the perimeter that are a little bit different. Um, but you, if you don't account for them, you're going to pay. And we better be prepared for that. We will be prepared for that, excuse me. Just as, as somebody who's been around the sport for, for a while, what are your feelings on this rivalry ending? I mean, I know that's not going to affect the game itself, but humor me for a second. It's awesome. I mean, that, that's why... That's why we play the game, is for these opportunities, right? You're looking at two teams, one that's uh, vying for a, a shot at the conference championship game. They win, they're in. Um, that, that, that's just that's the way it is. For us, our season hasn't gone the way we want it to. So we have the opportunity to go out there and, number one, win ourselves a trophy 
that none of our kids have held. We don't have a kid in our room that's held that I-4 trophy. So let's go get it and let's keep it here for a while. And then whatever happens down the road happens down the road. And then two, we have an opportunity to, to keep them from playing for a championship. And uh, that's what, I mean, that's what this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is all about in so many different areas. And then geographically, right, we've got kids from that area. They've got kids from this area. So then it gets into, you know, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all these times. They're going back to their high schools. They're around each other. And it's, it's, um, it's an opportunity to, uh, to have some bragging rights um, in, a, in an area where we're close by. And uh, that's, that's what, I mean, that's what Rivalry Week's about. So we're, we're fired up about that. But what about the fact that, as you said, this is going to be the last one for a while? Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's important. Um, it, I mean, in all honesty, I don't like that part of it, but way out of my control. Um, I'd love to continue to, to play those guys, um, especially with it right here. Um, but uh, that's, that's so far out of my control. It is what it is. So we got a chance, and it's not going to happen for a while. And like I said, the young kids on our roster, this will be their one shot. Um, unless something changes dramatically, I don't think they will have another opportunity to play against these guys. So, um, and that's for both teams. So it just makes it uh, just a little bit more, right? And, and that's the fun leading up to the game, right? That, that's all week long, all the things back and forth, the fans, the, the players, the high school coaches, all that stuff's great. When, when Saturday at 7 p.m. rolls around on, I believe, ESPN2 nationally televised game, put the ball down, let's play football. And that's what, and that's what, um, and that's what it gets to at that point. So we'll put the ball down, we'll be ready, whether it's kickoff, kickoff return, I know they will be as well.